Join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they take you through team minicamps, up into training camps, looking at the current rookie class, and then starting to look ahead to the 2021 NFL Draft on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. On today's episode, Michigan State lends another football recruit. We're going to talk about that. we got a listener email to get to, and Matt has his own topic that he brought to the show today. How special. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Thursday, June 17th. The year is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my six foot seven, three hundred pound co-host, Matt Sheehan. That's right, baby. Just locked in Brody ever since the beginning of January. I saw the offensive line help MSU needs, and I'm here to do whatever I can to help. You are finally a suitable dimension to play tackle at Michigan State University under Mel Tucker. As God intended me to, Will. That's right. <laughs> you got it. You got it, Buster. <laughs> Uh, Michigan State lands a rather large human being to play offensive tackle in the class of 2022. We will talk about that. And then we've got your topic, Matt, which I don't even know what it is. You told me. I already forgot. Yeah, understandable. It's how locked in I am, and then we'll get to a listener email to take us into the weekend. That's the plan for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans. Wherever you get your podcast, we do this every single day. Five days a week in season, three days a week out of season. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Whoop. 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 And also, uh, breaking news as well, MSU no longer owners of the 2008, no, 19, 2020 Nope, 2018-2019 losses to Arizona State. It. You're just crushing Nailed it right it. now, buddy. I had all day to set up that joke, and I still completely <laughs> botched it. But yeah, you know what? Point still stands. Sun Devils don't have a win on the record over us in the last three years, baby. That's right. That's right. They um, Technically, they still do, but I, I could very well see them not. I, I don't. I don't know if this is a vacated win situation, but uh, it probably isn't. But in my mind, it is. So that, yeah, that's how I'm yeah. taking it. Yeah. Look, if Herm's cheating now, he was cheating then too. Damn straight, Will. He got that right. Speaking of Arizona State recruiting, we just beat them for recruit, Will. Oh, <laughs> what up, baby? Do you think Braden Miller knew? <laughs> uh, was he part of the 10 p.m. stadium tours during the COVID shutdowns? Been. He very well could have been. I, I'm not here to point fingers, especially. That's the newest member of the Spartan family, but uh, God, it sounds like Arizona State had every single high school football player in North America <laughs> inside their walls at some point. The audacity to not just do that, but to blatantly do it while having very obvious staff issues where staff members are like, we shouldn't do this. Yeah, that's... And it's like, we're doing it. We're doing it. Why are you filming this? Ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what that's one too many chinks in the armor, right? Like when when you have people inside yeah. your old balls that are very clearly not uh-huh. down with it. Oh, well. my favorite part of the whole Yahoo piece was uh, where it stated that they had a tour bus for some of these things. <laughs> it's like hell yeah, Arizona State, just go for it. Like if, if you're gonna break the rules, and surely, like they're not the only program that no, did this. They're not. Like, can really quick percent of 
Power 87. five schools. Okay, got it. Okay, all right. I, I was going to shoot like sixty five, but that seemed even way too low. So okay, all right. They're just the ones with staff upset enough to rat them o- their own selves out in the end. Yeah, and and they may be the only ones who were audacious enough to, like you said, have tour buses. Tour buses. That's a big time because play. So many that. visits were happening <laughs> during a dead period. Anyway, we're not going to talk about Arizona State, although no, we could. Sorry, sorry. Antonio Pierce just crushing it. Now let's talk about Braden Miller, Michigan State lands its fourth offensive line recruit in the class of 2022. They may end up taking one more. Um, it's a sure. fluid thing, and I honestly I haven't checked in in a while, but the number was always going to be like four or five, and a couple of their other targets have gone off the board. But as we know with recruiting, things are fickle. Kids can change their mind. Schools can change their mind. Nothing is official until the line has been signed. Sure. So expect them to still continue to pursue some offensive linemen, but Braden Miller makes the fourth fourth offensive lineman in the class of 2022. Six foot seven, six foot seven, mm-hmm. just like the rest of them, 290 pounds currently. will get up to whatever he is, 320, something like that. He'll carry it just fine. He's got a huge frame, as you would imagine, with someone who is six foot seven, three-star recruit, uh, and has an offer sheet, Matt, that is more impressive than his um, than his rankings would suggest, would warrant. And he played high school ball in Colorado, and, and they had a funky season, just like most states did. Mm-hmm. So it could be a case of schools getting better looks at him than the recruiting sites, recruiting services, and he's a little underrated right now. We'll see if his recruiting ranking gets bumped up, but his offer list suggests that he should be bumped up. Aside from Michigan State and Arizona State, you mentioned uh, he had taken an official visit to Kansas State. Stanford offered, and Stanford, as we know, doesn't offer unless you're a take, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stanford had been pushing for him to take an official visit, as had the University of Michigan, who offered him, and they were really trying to get him to come to campus for an official visit. As, uh, outside of those schools, which were sort of the top runners, Colorado, Duke, Iowa State, Kansas, Miami, Oklahoma State, Tennessee, Texas Tech, and Utah. So went pretty much every single Power 5 conference in the country. Some big-time schools in there as well, and Michigan State is able to win this recruiting battle. And now, Matt, yes, their well. class sits 26th. In the country for the class of 2022 and sixth in the Big Ten. That's more I like it, Will. 26th mm-hmm. overall. That's a sweet spot right there. Yep. Um, no, I, I can't help to notice uh, that Mel Tucker is has taken on 57 offensive linemen ever since he stepped foot in East Lansing, no doubt. Um, on a more real number, th- between the 2021 class, uh, he's, of course, got the two transfers in Jarrett Horse and Brandon Baldwin. That's his ninth offensive lineman that he's now bringing on to uh, the uh-huh. program, which is, hey, uh-huh. I like it. And, of course, as you pointed out, they all have size. Um, yes. And we've talked ad nauseum about it. Mel Tucker likes a type of player. He likes a body type with each position group. Yeah, six foot seven, 290 pounds. Uh, that's going to play, especially if you're a high schooler here. But, man, very exciting. Uh, the offer sheet, it's missing, like, the Georgias, the Alabamas, and Clemsons of the sure. world. But, man. You get to Stanford, whoo! I think it was two years ago, I think they only offered like 34 kids total. Like, mm-hmm. total! And yeah. that's uh, 
banana land. They're just not throwing these out to any kid that wants it. So, yeah, it's it's a very nice offer sheet. But, ooh, anytime you can beat out Stanford for a recruit. That's right, baby. Oh, you thought we were done January 1st, 2014, reaping the benefits <laughs> of playing the Cardinal? Mm-mm. No, we are still taking dubs against them, baby. That's right. And if it, I mean, Stanford doesn't get enough respect for the football program that they've had for the last 15 years now, 10, 15 years now. Absolutely like, not. You're right. Yep. It's a high quality team. One of the top three or four teams in the Pac-10, Pac-12, mm-hmm. Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Went back. Same, to same, same difference. There. Who cares? Yeah. To get a kid to commit there or commit here over not like just like, no, I'm not going to even take the official to Stanford. I'm not, you know. I, I'm not gonna do that. Eh, I don't want to yeah. see it. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. And to have him turn down uh, an offer to come official visit at U of M, I think that says a lot about the type of prospects uh, this is, despite him being, you know, he's not a bad recruit by any stretch, but he's somewhere in the 800s nationally uh, in 85 to seven overall. So, like, if he was in last year's class, Michigan State's 2021 class, I can just pull it up real quick. And 85 to seven would have put him, like, um, pretty much middle of the pack. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. He would have been, like, the eighth, ninth, tenth best recruit. So, I have a feeling if he doesn't move up, if he stays at that number, he'll end up more towards the bottom. It's not like this class is going to be a world-beating class. And their average rating right now suggests that the national rank they have is a little bit high, but I think mm-hmm. that that rating certainly has a chance to come up with some guys still on the board with them who are higher ranked kids. I wouldn't be stunned, you know, if they ended up with a class 26 to 35. I know that's a big range and maybe, you know, 26 being the higher end is unlikely, but like 30, 31, 32, somewhere in there. You know, they, they've got some good recruits in already. Malik Spencer, Quavian Carter, Gavin Brocious is flying up the rankings. He was oh, like yeah. a, he was like an 83 when he committed here, and now he's an 86, and he's moving up. And, like, I would think he's still going to keep moving up because every time the kid goes to a camp, he wins some sort of offensive lineman recognition award. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a third of a class. It's a good – third of a class as a start they have plenty of targets still out there they will be landing plenty of kids this isn't going to be a class that you look back on and be like though that's the national championship winning class but it's shaping up to be one that you look at and be like all right it was a good class they got the foundational pieces in they got the era sort of you know, year one non-COVID group, the first non-COVID recruiting class, got the foundation reset, and were able to build on that with a bunch of quality players. So another nice commit, uh, chose MSU. You know what? It's not to slander kids, but it's better than I, I wrote this a thousand times uh, like three years ago. <laughs> So-and-so chose Michigan State over offers from Dude, Kansas, yes, yes. over Kansas, West Virginia, Purdue, among yeah. others, and the others were always all the Mac schools. Dude, so. I was so sick of writing like commit <laughs> uh, pieces for the only colors that come. Where it's like he had offers from, and the only other Power Five schools Pitt. were West Virginia and Pitt. And th- that yeah. was it. Maybe yeah. like Syracuse got in there with a nice little cameo every once in a while, but like, dude, it's like okay, he yeah, we we beat out Pitt. Awesome Rutgers yeah. and a slew of Mac teams. Okay, it's yep. Thanks. Mm-hmm. 
great. And try to talk myself into this one again. And and I did, and then it would not work. And then now they're in the transfer portal and now they're playing for I who knows? Not not Michigan State. So not Michigan State indeed. So all right. We'll pause here, we'll come right back and uh we'll get to Matt's awesome segment idea. But first a word from Bill Bar. <gasps> Built bar, build those bars, baby. Went on a run for the first time in a long time today. Why? Because um, I hate myself, Will. Uh, had a birthday cake built bar, Will. If you can tell, I got the big pack of them, and I'm just rifling through those bad boys, baby. That a boy. Uh, built bar, built bar. Sorry, sorry. I'm just my phone going. Oh, you were just you, you were just slack job that I even went out for a run. I, I get it. Mostly. Uh, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. ever. They have nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional time limited time flavor, and they all slap those nine delicious flavors. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, don't know which one's your favorite, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the flavors. Matt, how many total bars is that? That's a lot, Will. I can tell you that much. So it's a lot. One built bar for each player on an Arizona State tour bus. That's that's what it is. It's 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 a big number. More more than it should be. That's Not right. only are built bars delicious on your taste bud, they're also delicious on your body. Butter. They are healthy as well. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar. And only four grams of net carbs, nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15, one word, and the number 15, LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Matt. Uh, I forgot your segment idea, so just just do it up, buddy. Hit me. I- well, well it, it's the dead of June, so you know what time that means, right? Bracketology. It's bracketology time, baby. You got that <laughs> right. You know it. 2022 Bracketology came out from Joe Lenardi of, of course, ESPN.com. And, well, let me set the table for you right now. He has MSU as a five seed. They would be taking on the Ohio Bobcats. Uh, same uh, little quadrant, too, as Kentucky versus Colgate. Uh, MSU would be one of, I believe it's eight teams in the Big Ten to get in the tournament should the bracket not even miss at all for Joel Lenardi, which never happens. Mm. Um, so just to, you know, paint the landscape uh, even further, I'll give you the rest of the Big Ten teams where they're at. Number one seed, Michigan. Uh, number okay. two seeds go to OSU and Purdue. Number three mm-hmm. seed for Maryland. Uh, mm-hmm. Michigan State is the first team in that second half, the five seed, of course. Illinois with a six seed. Iowa with an eight seed, Indiana with a nine seed, and then two teams in the first four out are going to be Wisconsin, who's just going to be playing Demetri Trice for his 17th year of college and no one else next year. And Northwestern couldn't tell you a single thing about them. Um, so, well, really, you, Northwestern? North, I, I guess so. I, I didn't look okay. into it any they, further whatsoever, got, but yeah, I was a little okay. That's you know, weird, they're but, yeah. they're bringing some guys back, but when you bring some guys back from a poo poo platter. You got a poopy platter. Exactly. So, yeah, there's a few ways we could take this, Will. And the first and foremost. Hold on, hold on. You you miss, you're bearing the lead. Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. Joe Lenardi's last team in is Syracuse. 
Yes, I, 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 did, <laughs> I, I did notice that. Yeah, and of course, Last Four and St. Mary's are in the Last Four as well. Yes. And he really should have sucked to the bit and put Richmond in his first oh, four I out know. instead of the last four buys. because like buys. Way too high for Richmond. They got to be in the first four out. It's always like Richmond, Nevada's a good one too, Clemson. It, it's like tales all this time. <laughs> I swear he's using this on the bubble graphic from like the last four years like in a row <laughs> combined, but whatever. Um so, Will, right now, I guess I can ask you yeah. a quick question here. Um, the, the quickest question I have for you is your initial reaction to, like, a five-seed for MSU next year. Do you think that's too high, too low, just right? Did you have an initial reaction to hearing MSU as a five-seed next year? Um, I think that feels fair. I, You know, I'm right with you, too. Yeah. I think, yeah, if five's about right. They're, you would think in a normal year, non-COVID year, the... Tom Izzo and his coaches would be able to get some more gelling, get like, you know, they, they certainly got better and had stretches last year where they were improved, but it was just, you know, a mess and a lost sort of, there were lost weeks in the middle of the season. They never, never felt like they knew exactly who they were, what they were trying to do. Like they just kind of felt like a mess and that is rare for a Tom Izzo team, and I don't think it was a chemistry issue or anything like that. I think they just had too many disruptions, and the pieces didn't quite fit better. Uh, while this team's probably going to be a little bit less talented, I think there's probably there's potential for it to fit together, and you're not relying... like Your three highest-usage players on offense aren't going to be all poor mid-range jump shooters, which is what mm-hmm. they had last year. Aaron Henry, Josh Lankford... Rocket Watts took a ton of mid-range shots. We know what those uh, are efficiency-wise, and the offense just never really had a rudder. It was rudderless a lot. I think this year, defensively, they could be really good again. They were solid at times last year. Uh, I think this year, with Bingham hopefully being able to play a little bit more, you'd think Sissoko can be able to stay on the court a little bit. There's some front court size potential Bingham's a wonder on the defensive end, and they're absolutely elite when he's able to be on the floor. Yep. And I think they'll have a little bit more shooting. Some of the young guys are going to be better shooters. Gabe Brown can still shoot it. Joey Hauser, you think, is going to shoot it a little bit better this year. He wasn't terrible last year, but I think just you know variance should suggest that they'll shoot it a little bit better this year. So I think they'll be okay on offense. Pretty darn good on defense, and that sounds like a five seed to me. All fair, all wildly valid. Um, so I don't know if you remember, this either happened yesterday or six months ago uh, when the MSU football over-under came out. It was four. We had yeah. the topic of what would have to happen for them to do better, what would have to happen yep. for them to do worse. I feel like worse than a five seed is just obvious. Like, the freshmen don't translate to the college mm-hmm. game as quick as you want them to. A.J. Holgar doesn't generate enough offense when yeah. Tyson Walker's on the floor. Hauser is back to uh, last year's Hauser, not three years ago Hauser uh, at Marquette. And also, Henry's perimeter defense will be too missed and there isn't a guy to take over for what he meant on the perimeter for the defense. So unless there's something glaring that I'm missing too, I just want to jump ahead to the question of what would have to happen for MSU to jump to a better seed than five? You know, like is there any instant reactions to that or an instant remedy to just jump yourself into like a three seed or a a two seed? I yes, I I would just want to say real quick the fact that Purdue is a two and Michigan is a one that seems a little odd. Criminal. But hey, that's okay. You know what? To teach his own, we we all got to leave ourselves room for improvement. That's what Lauren I was doing. I Look, think 
Michigan could end up being very good. They'll be fine. They'll be a okay. It. I don't think it's going to happen quickly. <laughs> it might. It might take a minute. It may not. They lost a lot, a lot, and, and, and Purdue, Purdue is did not lose back, a lot. <laughs> Purdue is bringing back a lot of really, really good players. So Some that nice freshman like, too joining them too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Having Michigan as the Big Ten winner over Purdue. Eh, I don't know about I, that. Yeah. Feels like a stretch. Also, Iowa, get them the hell out of your bracket, Joe Lenardi. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, anyway, there we go. Anyway, anyway. get them out of here. Shit, come on. Hit the bricks. Come on. Uh, for them to overachieve, for that overachieve uh, to this ranking, you definitely look at the freshman. Max Christie comes in and has like a Gary Harris like impact immediately, which mm-hmm. he very well could. Like Max yeah. Christie screams future. Lottery pick, you know, not going to be probably like a top five guy, but someone who in a year or two could end up picked third, late lottery pick, I should say, late lottery, mid first round, somewhere 13 to 20 future first round pick, big, can handle, can create off the bounce, can shoot, will get bigger, will get stronger, will learn how to play defense. Uh, although I think he's fine defensively now, but will learn what I mean is will learn under Tom Izzo, like, proper technique and position defense and help side and all the things like you hear it all the time from NBA guys people who come out of Michigan State have knowledge on how to properly play defense on a basketball court so he's going to gain some of that and I think he will be at some point a future pro for sure for it for them to to jump over that mark it has to happen quicker than we would expect, you know, like he comes in like, oh, he's he's already ready. Yep, 30 minutes a night. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyson Walker translating quickly, right? That could also take some time to jump up from Northeastern to the Big Ten. From the Colonial to the Big Ten is a large one. But if he's able to sort of seamlessly integrate and get up to speed quickly, that would make a huge difference. And then if Marcus Bingham can just stay on the damn floor. <laughs> yep, you got that right, buddy. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't think it's a crazy scenario for, like, how does Michigan State end up as a top four Big Ten team and a top four, uh, you know, among the top four seeds in the tournament? Not the number ones, but one seed, two, three seed, three seed, four seed. It's just that. Christie's ready. Tyson Walker translates quickly. And Bingham is able to stay on the floor, anchor the defense, and be one of the best, most impactful defensive players in the conference, which he is when he's on the floor. He just can't yeah. stay on the damn floor. Yeah. So it's some combination of that. And then, you know, if Hauser's a little better, if Bingham, or not Bingham, if Brown's a little better, Hogard uh, is a little better, Hall, you know, if there's just slight, steady improvement all over the place, it could be a really, really good team, but I'm not anywhere near ready to be like yeah I think that's what's going to happen I think it's going to be a struggle mm-hmm. at times but if they do kind of drag everyone along and, and everyone sort of takes these incremental steps it has the potential to be a really good team also UCLA should not be a one seed continue uh, I'm not going to comment on the, I totally agree with that so th- there's just three things I wanted to tack on I got three things written down in front of me uh, the first one is just Joey Hauser in general yeah. Um, yeah. like if we can get a steady guy at the four listen Malik's a fine player too but if we can get the Joey Hauser that can actually shoot somewhat close to 40% from three oh I'm tickled with that but even more so than that on the offensive end Will he was getting scored on at will yeah. down the stretch last year yeah. at will if he was taken into the post the scorekeeper was already putting two points up on the board it it was not a good situation last year so if he could improve his defense 
I would be jazzed, tickled, over the moon. I would be that'd be great. Um, the other thing too, I just got two guys. Uh, one was a role player last year that barely played. Another guy's a freshman, but I'm gonna put a world of pressure on them to get a seed better than a five. Manny Sissoko, if he could develop, if he could be a guy that you could actually play next year, a guy that is solid on defense and strong on offense, that would just be fantastic. Uh, Julius Marble, fine player, no doubt. I just feel like Sissoko's ceiling is a little higher than Marble's. Maybe that's fair. Maybe that's unfair. Who am I to decide? Um, and then, of course, last, Jaden Akins. I mean, I... I guess we should mention Pierre Brooks. He's going to be a fine player for Michigan State, but I feel like Akins, especially in that one and two guard situation that he's going to be playing in next year, like when Tyson needs a break and if Hogard isn't doing what he has to do to generate offense, if we can get a backup point guard that can generate offense, I, yeah, I'm going to be kind of jazzed by that one, Will. So, hey, Jaden, no pressure. Soko, no <laughs> pressure. Joey Hauser, God, I really hope this, oh, I hope this offseason is really... Really don't wonders for you, but <laughs> yeah. So, but just like we said earlier, to wrap it all up, I, I feel like the five seed was fair. I mean, that's what I expect him to be at. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Good job, Joe Bernardi. Bernardi. boy, Joe. Yeah, some some pimples all over his bracketology, but that one uh, unblemished yep. with seven seed with the five. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. 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 God, Bracketology's back, baby. I love this. And I also love how he has, like, arrows of, like, oh, I moved this team up, moved this team down. Yes. Like, well, Joe, it's June. Like, what, like I, I get people transfer and whatnot, but, like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Actually, I can <laughs> wait. I was, I was very scarred from last season, but you know what? I could, I could use about, like, 108 days. That's what I could use. How about that? Perfect. Yeah. All right, we'll pause here for a sec. We'll come right back and do some listener emails to end the show. First word from Bet Online. .ag. Ooh, U.S. Open kicking off today, baby. And in prime time, we got golf on till like 9, 10 p.m. Oh. It's going to be great, Matt. Colin Morikawa, three units. Patrick Reed, two units. Abraham Answer, one unit. All right, there we go. We're good. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action, and golf. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game's teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. One word, locked on. Get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by RockAuto.com. RockAuto. Gas pedals. Matt, I have some news. What? Are they out of gas pedals? Did we sell all the gas pedals, Will? No, the no. copy is the copy has changed. <gasps> no. Yes. Yep. Yes. Oh, I gotta find a way to shoehorn the clown horn into here. Oh boy! All right, it's showtime. That's how we earn the money. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Oh boy, I'm shook. With the ever increasing numbers of make makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure? Often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions. Mm. Matt, do you, is your Honda Odyssey an LX or an EX? I don't know. I, I know that my car has I a steering know. wheel, and that's it. That's all I know about yeah. my car. Yep. Then you got to wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts. They choose the only brand that they have carry. It's, it's a mess. You have a computer at home, and you have access to rockauto.com. 
and you can do it from home or in your pocket. You are going to save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? I, you, you, it would make sense if you were just the world's biggest clown, Will. Here. Here. That's right. Here. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Should be more than 20 years. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about proper word usage, Rock Auto. More than 20 years. We're not going over the years. We're doing more than the years. More than 20 years. They have everything you need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? Gas pedals. Way to to stick it to our advertisers. That's right, Will. You you show them. (laughs) Look, you're an advertising guy. I I am. You got to hate sloppy copy. Go explore. It's quite literally my job. Yep, that's right. (laughs) Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to Rock Needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on. And there, how did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Okay, so a couple emails here. Uh, this first one is from Brandon Faber. Brandon, thank you for the email. You guys can always email us. Lockdownspartans at gmail.com. So he's been seeing all these worst QB or RB combined picks, posts on Twitter. Uh, for example, Tom Brady's quickness, Cam Newton's accuracy, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he wants to do, oh, if you boy. had to choose the dream MSU quarterback only using previous or current MSU quarterbacks, how would you build him? I don't want to do that. I want to do the opposite. I want to do oh, the, really? worst, the worst mm. possible quarterback we could do. Here's, uh, I'll wow. let you think about it. Here's his best, though, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's his best. Rocky Lombardi's hair. Great start. Sure, sure. Connor Cook's accuracy. Connor Cook's decision-making. Kirk Cousins' arm strength. Damian Terry's legs. Brian Lewerke's swagger. That is Brandon's best dream QB. Um, I think it's a decent list. I'm swapping Damian Terry's legs for Drew Stanton's legs. Sure. Uh, And I'm doing Kirk's accuracy. And I'm doing Jeff Smoker's arm strength. I like that a lot. I also want to add in Connor Cook's leadership as well. Um, that can't be <laughs> left off the table too. No, and you know that's the joke I was going to make for best quarterback, but no, he wasn't a bad leader. I, I, I can't paint my, my boy Cook yeah, like that. So it's not, yeah, it's not fair. all um, right. I've got three things written down already. Right now, are, are we just okay. going to make this yeah, Frankenstein both of us? Okay, so right yeah. now I. I'm sorry. Listen, all these guys are great kids. I'm sure they're trying their best. Andrew Maxwell's ability to read a field. He was a. <laughs> no, he, no, no, he, no, no. He, he never took more than one read in his entire career. No, it was always the no, first no. guy he was staring at. I, that's what I'm throwing it to. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> it, for me, for Maxwell, it was um, Maxwell's uh, touch. Okay. All right. That dude threw the ball at one speed. Yep. And it was full speed. <laughs> Jugs honestly, machine, baby. Jugs machine. Honestly, if we're doing best, I might swap in his arm strength because he might have had the strongest arm of any uh, MSU quarterback ever. It's either him or Rocky. <laughs> Rocky for those fleeting moments uh, last yes. Halloween. That's, that's yes. it. 
number two, I used to have Connor Cook's decision making only in the second quarter. Um, I feel like all his back breaking <laughs> interceptions that he did yes. bounce back from always happened in the second quarter. Um, yeah. And then also uh, Kirk Cousins swag. Uh, that's also yes. like uh, it's, it's not a guy oozing sex appeal in the swag division necessarily. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, give me give me Connor Cook's um, quickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me Connor I Cook's like ability to scramble like and run. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Can I one time for uh, Jeff Smoker too? Jeff Smoker's just off the field. Um, just yes. Jeff hobbies, Smoker's behavior. <laughs> sure. Jeff Smoker's behavior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, on, uh, between the lines, he's great. But also, well, between well, the other lines off the field, it's in a good uh, situation. But, yeah, hey, wrong College. Lines. It's for experiments. It's for experimenting. Yeah. I mean. R- wrong lines. Sure. Too that, many lines. Um, give me Damian Terry's throwing mechanics because. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Oh, buddy. Sure. <laughs> Sure. It makes me very sad that nobody uh, who coached him was like, let's let's fix this. Let's yeah. try to – maybe we could see if there's something here. Um, and then just Damon Dowdell. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tough it, one. It's it a is tough a tough one. one. It is a tough one. It's I, not I, fair. Are, are, we, are we really letting Tyler Connor skate free out of this one too? I mean – I don't think 2016 was as much of his fault as a lot of people make it out to be. Tyler O'Connor's beliefs. Wow. Okay. Tyler O'Connor. Do you know what? Uh, you know what? You remember the green and white days thing that Big Ten Network had for like three or four episodes in lead up to that season? It was almost like, uh, oh God, the HBO show, like Hard Knocks, but for yeah. Michigan State. Yep. I, oh boy. I remember he gave like a rah-rah speech to the huddle beforehand. And that was like the first time I had inklings like, uh, uh-oh. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, not necessarily too inspired by that. It's like uh, I don't know if you ever seen the clip of Andy Dalton's. Uh, I was just going to bring up Andy. Yeah, no, I was, was going to bring very, up. very comparable to that. I was like, oh, okay, well that's okay. We haven't played playmakers the game yet this on season. three, one, two, three. Uh, play. Oh yeah. Hey Tyler Connor, though, you know what? Got the win in Columbus. Legend Le- forever. Legend of my book, baby. That's right. You got that right. Him and Damian Terry walking gloriness for the rest of their lives in my book. Legend for. Ever. All right, let's do one more question. Let me check the time. Uh, sure. Now we, you know, we can squeeze one in. Yeah, why not? Well, this is from three a-, a week. Come on. I mean, yeah, come on. I know. This is from Andrew Garst. Garst. Who, who asked the last a- question, by the way? Was it Brandon? Thank you, Brandon. You're the man. Yes, Andrew, I think equally it- the man as well. Thank you, guys. Brandon Faber. This one is from Andrew Garst. If there was a boxing tournament that had every MSU football and basketball player in it, no weight class, who's winning? Whole like current players is that we're talking about? Because if not, I I gotta go Tony Mandarich here. Okay, Um, (laughs) current players. He picks Madi Sissoko. I was just gonna say him. Yeah, and Quaveras Crouch, which I think Crouch is a good pick. Madi's probably the right pick. Just the reach is insane. Yeah, the reach and the just complete lack of body fat too on him. That's yeah. It's a good combination. Julius Marble is interesting just because he's kind of like a brawler. And if, yeah. you know, we don't have weight classes, if we can cross over and do weight classes, I think Hogard might be able to do some damage. Oh, like He's pound a, for pound, who's the best yeah, guy? Yeah. Oof. Tum Tum. You know, you know, I feel like it hold her own, actually, is Connor Hayward. I mean, that's. Oh, yeah, I, that's a good I, pick. We, we got to get him involved. I know, I know one person he'd love to punch off the top of his head, no, no doubt. He's on this podcast, and this guy talking right now. So, that, so I would hate to me. stand in front of. I'd, I'd hate to be in front of a Connor Hayward left hook, though. I mean, that would that'd be tough. Um, football is Quivers Crouch is a good one. It's tough to go against like 
95 percent of the team <laughs> yeah well i'm just saying if they're fighting each other like mike fletcher right i'm just thinking the bigger dudes with long arms right aj yeah. Curie, Jarrett horst mike fletcher like that's all that's all gonna be tough do we got any like country strong kids like I, I, panashuk JD sticks Duplain. out to me just, yeah oh, sure sure yeah and nick yeah. samak both very country strong fellas yeah nick Don't samak he... has like the biggest upper body in the world <laughs> I, I, I don't hate that at all. Oh, boy. You know what, though? I, and this is like maybe out of left field. Uh, Jacob Isaiah. Just because I okay. feel like I see a lot of like Pacific Islanders in the UFC. So I'm just like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just borderline sure. right there. Like, it, it might sure. be a stereotype, but it's a positive stereotype. So I'm just rolling with there it. There you go. I mean, yep. There you go. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad pick. Um, thank you, Andrew, for the question. That's going to do it for us. On Locked On Spartans, we'll be back next week with more shows. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with a Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport. With the help of our local experts, follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, are you ready for some trivia? Yeah, I think everyone's going to nail this one. Uh, what Spartans baseball player was a 2019 second-team All-Big Ten honoree? I don't know. Royce Ando. Royce Ando. Royce, if you're listening to the pod, come join. We'd love to have you on. Come join us. Someone is going to take us up on that offer one day, maybe. One day. Probably not. Probably not, actually. All right, guys. Go green. Oh, happy Father's Day to everyone.